I'm Hannah. I'm Jen. And this is Midnight Nonsense. Something just happened about 20 minutes ago, and I realized I have a very strange, I guess not really strange for my age, response to certain things that happen no, to me. No, it is just strange. It's strange. So, Jen and I are fond of playing minor pranks on one another, as you do. And earlier, she just tipped a tiny little bit of ice water onto my head. It actually was not ice water. It's... What was it? It's like 70 degrees in our apartment, and it's water that's been sitting on the table for like two hours. So it was like... It was just chilled water. And there was literally, because I looked into the cup, it wasn't even chilled. It was room temperature water. It was very cold. It was room temperature water. And I looked into the cup, and there were like just a few drops left, and that's Mm -hmm. why I poured it. So so Jim poured it on my head, which is a totally fair game. Like just a few drops. Totally a fair game thing to do, and not a big deal. I started crying. She did, and I was like, (laughs) what just happened? And we almost got in a fight earlier this week about a different prank that went... A little bit awry, but that was just because we were in bad moods. We've We've been cooped up in our apartment. It's too hot to go outside. It's not even it's not even the too hot thing. It's just there are a lot of fires in the area right now and we're in a valley and so all the smoke's getting blown in and then it stays so you can't really go outside so you can't breathe, can't do anything. It's also too hot. Hannah says it's, it's not too hot, hot because we're not so, doing this again. We're doing it. We're not doing this we're again. Doing, it's too you hot. You think it's too hot. I do not. That's fine. The point is you poured water on my head and I cried. Like she a cr- like like a child. Who has not yet learned motor function and has no other way to express themselves, so they just cry. And I didn't, I, I didn't know what was happening. It wasn't a full-on cry, by the way. It was just like... But her eyes watered yeah, up. Yeah, my eyes watered up. And even I didn't know why I was doing it. I'm like, this is not this is not a thing. Why am I crying? But I just so severely did not like it that the only emotional response I could conjure was tears. Which, the last time this sort of thing happened... That one was legit. This one I don't understand. That one I totally understand. Okay, so I gave Hannah a wet willy once. Once. And just the once. Collapsed on the ground crying. I did. I did. Because the sensation was so invasive. You know, like in uh, Star Trek Wrath of Khan, where they have the bugs? Yeah. And they put the bugs in the guy's ears... That's what that felt like to me, and it was just so invasive, (laughs) and I was already so tired that day that, again, the only response I had was to cry. And you always get very concerned when I do this. Yeah, because you don't cry very often. I don't. The only times I've ever seen you cry is when you're, like, relating deep emotional pain from your past or having a wet willy. Like, there's no other... Apparently now when I get tiny drops of water dumped on my head. I cry over (laughs) dogs, so, like, you can... Sounds like a happy cry. I'm just saying that there's lots of instances where you'll see me with tears in my eyes and nothing is wrong. But if you are crying, usually something is horrifically wrong. (laughs) I've also seen you cry about, like, immigration. People being um, harassed for their immigration status. That's true. So, like, injustice, horrible emotional pain, and wet willies. (laughs) And wet willies. And again, no, no water. I still don't know why I did that. I I I would love if you could explain it to me. Well... I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Weird emotional reactions are, like, a thing, though. Because... They are. Sometimes you just don't know why your brain is doing 
a thing. Like, mm-hmm. okay, last night we were going to go on a pokey drive because um, it's this thing we do because we're grown-up adults that sometimes around 11 o'clock at night we get in the car and drive around and defeat Pokemon gyms. Yeah, that's a totally th- normal thing people do. You're in a college town. There's so many Pokemon gyms. Not, not at all extremely nerdy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm pretty cool with it. Oh, I'm cool with it. I'm just saying, like, it takes a certain little level of maybe, like, not-so-great dedication. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think we balance it pretty well. We, we balance it. We don't go out is. every night. Yeah, go No, ahead. we don't. We don't. We're off-topic. <laughs> no, we're off-topic. <laughs> um, but we were going out on a polka drive, and I, I had to, like, come back inside to turn off a light, and Hannah, like, jokingly closed the door and was like... Oh, I still feel bad about this. And was like, bye! And I was like, well, screw you guys. So I, like, I chained the door which again that's a prank that's fine yeah we're, we do that it's <laughs> it's not because we hate each other yeah it's like totally in the land of joking because you guys were going out to the car so i thought they were going to come back in and then the door would be changed and i'd be like what's the password and they'd be like let us in and i'd be like no the password is jen has a great butt you have mm. to say it to get mm. back in the house and, and they wouldn't s- say it and see since i knew you were going to do that i was like outside with our other roommate and i stepped up onto the neighboring porch of our apartment because no one's living in that next door apartment right now waiting for you to come out and then you wouldn't do it and i was like i know it's going to get her out so i told our other roommate to go around to her back door and knock on it so okay if there's any kind of noise whatsoever especially at night but really just at any point of any time ever i will get really startled like just extremely Mm -hmm. startled you have an intense startle reflex. It is like, imagine if you took a tiny chihuahua that was already kind of nervous and, like, fed it, like, whatever the opposite of Prozac is. And just fed Ecstasy? it. Ecstasy? Yeah, just <laughs> so much. Know. Like, so, like gave it so much coffee. Like, mm, soaked there you go. this yeah, chihuahua. Yeah. A caffeine-soaked chihuahua. Yes. Yeah. That kind of startle response is honestly my everyday. And it, it's... It's, like, not an intentional thing. And usually no. by the time I'm screaming, I've figured out that there's no threat. Yeah. But it just, like, it's honestly kind of exhausting. I bet. You got startled by the, the comic shop guy walking by He you. walked behind us. It's so rude. Don't walk behind me. Oh, my gosh. The, the point is it happens really easily. Actually, just don't walk in any kind of rate. Don't come near me. <laughs> don't make noises. <laughs> but don't be too silent because that's also scary. <laughs> you need a bubble. The point is a little hamster I get really startled. So our roommate came and knocked on the back door. And honestly, my first thought was, there's someone here to kill me. Mm. And I, like, screamed and then collapsed against the front door crying. Oh, see, I didn't know that part. I just heard you scream. And I was like, okay, she's coming out now. No, but I was, like, like hunched against the door crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I... I know it's just my roommate, but also if I open that door, someone's going to kill me. And so I had to, like... Oh, that makes the next part so much worse. Yeah, I had to, like coach myself into walking over and like opening the blind and our roommate had her flashlight on her phone on in attempts to make this less frightening to me mm-hmm. but instead it just blinded me oh no and so there was another opportunity for someone to be a killer so i was like go around front and i will let you in and i was trying to like sound like ah, this is jokey but really i was like i don't actually like either of you right now because i'm not gonna sleep now and so then i went to the front door and opened it and as I stepped out... I just said, hello, Jen. And you went... <laughs> in a deep, creepy voice. She didn't... She, it wasn't like, hello, Jen. It was like, hello, Jen. Like It wasn't full-on man voice. Okay, but it was very scary. 
It was meant to be creepy, but not scary. And you emerged from the shadows. I did. I just, like, kind of peeked around the corner, and you jumped and then, like, kind of slid down. And then I honestly just really wanted to go to bed, but I didn't want to be, like, that dramatic girl in your group who's like, no, this isn't fun anymore. So Mm. instead I was like, let's go get in the car. And then I ended up eating... That night we had we had a lot of fun. This is a happy story. We had <laughs> no, we had fun. It started off with trauma. <laughs> I just have a very extreme startle reflex. Don't startle me. And when you do startle me, like recognize it's probably not your fault because I've literally gotten startled by our roommate standing in the hallway, not yeah. like in the middle of the night, like at a perfectly no, normal, a normal time, time for her to be in the hallway when I knew she was upstairs, and I I still screamed. So that was before she even moved in. Yeah. And she, we were like, you just have to get used to this since the thing. Yeah, she was so apologetic, and I was like, oh, no. And the, the comic got shop. Yeah, guy, he was super apologetic. He was so apologetic, and I wanted to be like, no, I'm just like this. Just who I am. It's fine. It is the after effects of trauma. Just leave it alone. <laughs> and then that one actually did become fine, because there was a dog in the shop. Right, and the, the, last night it became fine. We went on our yeah. pokey drive. We kicked butt at a bunch of gyms. We yeah. had a ton of fun. I got a craving at midnight. Oh, this is such a bad decision. Uh, I make yeah, don't terrible do decisions this. sometimes. Don't do it. I got a craving for talking tacos. <laughs> Talk in the box. <laughs> Talk in the box. <laughs> taco in the box, except it was in a bag. Yeah, I wanted Jack in the box. I wanted a Jack in the box tacos, and like. Hashtag not spawn. No, it's not because they're not good. Like, don't eat these. This is I. This I'm not endorsing these. They're bad. I've never even had one, but just (gasps) smelling yours last night, I was like, no way, never. I kind of need you to eat one. No. Okay, so I grew up. um, We ate a lot of fast food, like a lot. Like when I was younger and wanted, felt homesick, I would go to McDonald's. yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you a very sympathetic look yeah, like it's, right now. It's actually not sympathy. It just looks like sadness. Oh, well. Like a, oh. What? Oh, Requiem for a dream. No, 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 yes, no, no, yes, no, no, yes, no, no, yes, no, 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 shit. We're going to go on a brief detour, and oh, then we'll come back to the topic. We're off topic. <clears throat> the other day, Hannah and I were driving in a car, and we were talking about movies um, we had watched. And um, there's an ongoing thing where, like, I'll recommend a movie to Hannah and we'll watch it. And And I'll hate it. Well, okay, she'll hate it. Not always. Not always, but most of the time I'll hate it. And you'll say, oh, but I really liked this as a kid, which leads me to be shocked and horrified that you were watching things like Death to Smoochie as a child. (laughs) Yes, so, like, I basically watched a lot of movies that were not entirely appropriate Mm -hmm. um, when I was younger. Um, And we were talking about the one movie my parents said I could not watch, which was Requiem for a Dream, Mm -hmm. which I was, I'm glad they didn't let me watch when I was younger. It's, it's fucked up. It's very. It's fucked up. But then Hannah said to me, oh my gosh, if you had watched Requiem for a Dream, you'd be way more fucked up. No, I said you'd be more fucked up than you already are. Yeah, there we go. There, there, (laughs) there it is. There It it is. It was such. I didn't mean it that way. It was just, you could see, like, immediate regret on her face. Like, just like, oh, oh, no. Oh, no. But, like, I'm a good friend, so I decided to milk it for all it's worth. Yes, yes, the best friend. Because what I meant was, you had a hard childhood, and, like, that wouldn't have helped at all. Right, I know. Having seen that as a kid. 
Um, but no, you continue to milk it, and I, I like feel a little twinge in my heart every time you bring it up. I'm like, this is just such a bad thing to say. I'm not, I'm not hurt by it. That's good. That, like at some point, at some point in your life, you just kind of have to own like, mm, this, this is a little fucked up in there. Mm. Like, it's not quite, not quite right. That startle reflex is a little odd. <laughs> it's a little weird to know it's your roommate and still think there's a serial killer mm. outside. Mm. So, like, we're fine, but I am still going to give Hannah a hard time for it until the day I die. I, I, I'm going to write it on my tombstone if I no, die before you. Yes. Don't do that. So, I'm going to scrub it off. I'm, it's going to be etched in, dude. No, no. I will I will get acid and just... <laughs> You're going to acid my tombstone. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go back to Jocko Box. Jocko Box. You can't, you can't get it. <laughs> so we went to Taco Bell. No. <laughs> no, we went to Jack in the Box. We went to Jack in the Box. And because it's rodeo week here, the line was astronomical, even though it was midnight. There were a bunch of stoned people also wanting tacos. So for context, Ellensburg is like this little dusty town that is normally sleepy quiet. Like, mm-hmm. nothing's really happening The max here. speed limit in town is 25 miles an hour. And in many places, it's 20 miles an hour. Which is not actually a speed you can go. Yeah, that's like idling. It's idling. <laughs> yeah. Um, and all that ever happens is, like, students smoke weed on campus, and then the police have to come and be like, you can't smoke weed on campus. Yeah. And it, it always smells like weed here, is what I'm saying. Always. It does not. It does. No, it doesn't. I didn't know what weed smelled like before I lived here, which is funny because I had, really? I had an addict in my family, and I still didn't know what weed smelled like. So Well, now you know. Anyways. Anyway, but one one weekend every year... It just turns into Bonanza Central because we have a huge rodeo culture. They throw a big rodeo. It's the biggest one in the county. And everyone shows up. And it gets so congested, they actually have to put up temporary stop signs on certain streets to control the traffic. So we went from, you know, just being able to kind of cruise around whenever we want to, like, doing kind of ninja navigation through the streets to avoid all of it. Because it's just a bunch of, like, people in pickup trucks with cowboy hats and horses. Mm-hmm. I think horses are frightening, so the whole thing just frightens <laughs> me. Don't laugh at me. I'm not... I'm laughing at the horses thing. Horses are very scary. They're they're not. Can you go back to your tacos? I don't know what point you're trying to make we with this. We went to get tacos. hmm And I ate at midnight... Two Jack in the Box tacos. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you now that you should never do this because I'm pretty sure all it was is like, okay, so there's like a, a, a the, shell. The shell. But it's not a normal shell. It's like vacuum sealed to the taco feelings. Like it's a spandex. Feelings, the taco feelings. <laughs> yeah, it's vacuum sealed to the taco feelings. The taco doesn't want to let its feelings out. The taco's feelings are regret <laughs> they and are. sadness. So it's like spandex shell. That's disgusting. Yeah, and then inside this little, like, warm, moist pocket, inside the spandex shell... Disgusting. ...is, I, I assume it's meat, but it... But who knows? I could not swear to this. Chunks of, like, wilted, damp lettuce, and it then... might actually make me throw up. <laughs> like, a cheese sauce that... It, there's no cheese. It, there's It's not dairy. It's just kind of like that nacho cheese. Yeah, it's bad. Um, and And hot sauce. 
there's hot sauce in that on top of everything else. Yeah. That's disgusting. I've said that like five times. Why did you want that? Because at midnight it sounds so good. N- no. Like the crunch with the hot sauce and you're like, ooh, this isn't really food. And then you take another bite. Uh, I am so genuinely good. surprised you didn't actually crap yourself. This was a, a, a big joke we had last night that Jen was going to come home and crap her pants. Which I did not do. No, you did and not. And have never done in my adult life. I would like everyone to know. That's It's possible... That on Benadryl a few weeks ago, I peed my pants because I couldn't remember how a toilet worked. <laughs> I was just staring at it in the middle of the night, trying to remember what I was supposed to do with the toilet, and then I peed my pants a little bit, and that reminded me. But I've never crapped my pants. Oh, my god! <laughs> Not even once. I, I believe you, but I'm genuinely surprised. With the description of that taco. That's not even a taco. It's not. That's it, just mush... No, in, there's crunch. In, there's a lot in, of crunch. In corn shell. I don't know that it, there's corn in Ugh. that shell. Like, it might be a form of plastic. That That is just unacceptable. So, the uh, the polka drive ended very happily with, with tacos. tacos. I didn't even have heartburn. I think it's because my stomach got used to, to fast food growing up. Mm. Because all, that's all I ate. Okay. We ate a lot of Jack in the Box, actually. Besides from Jack in the Box, another very exciting thing happened this week. Mm. We I would argue Jack in the Box is not that exciting. The taco was really exciting to Midnight Me. Midnight You. Yeah, there's like an... Okay, there's multiple versions of me. Are we at Midnight You right now since it's 1230? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. So you could eat another taco right now? No. This Probably meat. not after the fried eggplant. Yeah, Ugh. we we made fried eggplant and zucchini fritters tonight, and they were delicious, but having a purely fried dinner is... Here's the thing. After you turn 18, you should never, ever, ever do more than one fried food at one time. Yeah, it was it was a bad decision choice. <gasps> I feel very sick. Decision choice. Decision choice. <laughs> Again, I am an English major. Decision choice. This is what I will do for a living. Anyway, let's talk about the Ratscapade. Because the we've talked we've talked we talk talked we've talked about the Ratscapade a little bit and this is the climactic finale to the whole venture. The climax. Yes, the rat climax. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> So, Yikos. this story starts with you, so you should... Okay, so it was afternoon, and um, Hannah was upstairs taking a nap, mm-hmm. and I think I had been taking a nap, too, but okay. I woke up, and there was noises out on our porch, and I happened to look outside, and um, there was a cat, and the cat was trying to get into the rat trap that was on our porch, and you need to know a couple things about me. A, I'm going to die one day because I tried to hug an animal. It's true. And B... I immediately ran out the door because I was like, the cat is going to eat the poison in the rat trap, and that's a problem. Mm -hmm. But I also closed the door behind me, locking myself out, which I didn't actually notice for a long time because I was busy petting the cat. Not the first time you've locked yourself out of the house either. It's not. (laughs) It's not. But the first time for a cat. But the cat was beautiful. It was a she was tiger kitty with these bright green or blue eyes. I can't remember. Blue. Blue. Um... And she was so friendly. She was rubbing up against my legs, and I was picking her up. She was nuzzling my face. We were best friends. But mm. every, like, few seconds, she would jump down from me and run over to the rat trap and start um, pawing at the entrance to it again. And how the rat trap works, it's like a little box. Um, 
the rat goes in, it goes around a corner, and then at the end of that corridor, there's there's poison. There's, like, two poison blocks, and he can just chomp on them a little bit. And it makes him sick. Yeah, the idea being that he'll ingest the poison and die, and that way no other animals ingest the poison and get sick and die. Because right. I think if we accidentally poisoned someone else's, like, pet, both of us would be inconsolable forever. Yeah, I mean, I did cry over this, so, but <laughs> anyways, um, so I'm trying to get the cat away from the rat trap. I, I push the rat trap so its entrance is up against the corner of the house, but the cat will not let it go. And I'm like, cat, you can't have the poison in there. Like, that's bad for you. And I'm thinking maybe it's thirsty. Um, so I go to go back inside to get it some water. And that's when I realize I'm locked out. Mm-hmm. So I bang on our front door for probably like a good 15 <laughs> minutes. You up that number every time you tell this story. Okay, it was a long time. It was not 15 minutes. It was at least 10. That I buy. It was not 15. Five to ten. It was a while. So whatever amount of time it took, I eventually realized Hannah is not going to wake up. Nope. Because unless someone is opening my door, I sleep like a dead person. Despite that, we have a very tiny apartment, and her apartment is just at the top of the stairs. My my own apartment is at the top of the stairs. (laughs) It kind of feels like you have your apartment within an apartment. (laughs) My room is at the top of the stairs, but no. Once I'm out, unless the door opens, I'm... Done. So eventually I go, like, Kitty, you stay here. And it does. It just laid down on our porch and was chilling. <laughs> and I walked around the back and I felt like like a like a Romeo or someone. Because mm-hmm. I was calling up to you like Hannah. Hannah, Hannah. And I'm kinda like in my bed and I hear this noise. I'm like, what 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 what? And it was you. What what? What what what? Anyway, I pulled court. Corton? (laughs) Pull Corton. We are so good at the words tonight. Mm. Take a shot every time we mispronounce a word. Please don't. You will die. You're going to get alcohol poisoning. Anyway, pull the the curtain back, and there you are. And I was not really understanding what was going on, but you were there. Well, she came down (laughs) and let me back into the house, and Mm -hmm. I, I was like... You were like, look at this cat. It's such a friendly cat. And you like shoved it right up in my face, and I wasn't awake yet, and I'm like, I don't want the cat in my face, and you're like, it wants to come in the house, I'm like, it can't come in the house, which I don't understand, because if at any point in my life you woke me up and were like, here's a friendly cat, I would be like, give me that, give give me, just really, anytime you're like, here's a friendly mammal, it wants you to scritch it, I will be like, I'll, I'll scritch that thing. I need to be awake before I have a cat thrust at me. <laughs> it was so friendly and happy. It was. Anyways, so I'm thinking I'm going to just take this rat trap inside so yeah, the cat it, it doesn't hasn't it. really worked. The rat's gone away. Yeah, it's been weeks since it's we saw him. It's been weeks. We put the plants back out. Yeah, the rat's not here. Blah, so blah. might as well just take it in so this cat will go away. Mm-hmm. So I pick up the rat trap. I am I want to emphasize this. I am holding the rat trap. Mm-hmm. And for some reason I was shaking it back and forth. You were. I don't know why, but you were shaking it. Uh, probably just because this is what I do. I, like, touch an item and then I start... Futzing with it. Yeah, I just futz. I'm a futzer. Yes. <laughs> futz a lot. Lady futz a lot. Great. This is going to turn into a cursor real quick. Okay. <laughs> so I'm holding the rat trap and I'm like, huh, it looks like the poison's been chewed, Hannah. I wonder if the rat has come back. And I was like, what? That's weird. And then you go, it's a little bit heavier than it usually is. <laughs> and then I looked into the rat trap and staring back at me at my face level was the rat. Yep, two beautiful eyes in the darkness. 
And that's about what you sounded like when you flung the rat trap into the front yard. <laughs> so I, I, I did the only sensible thing. Like, I'm no. holding a rat. Mm-hmm. And it's staring at me mm-hmm. with its freaking nose. And, like, you have to understand, I like rats. I've owned pet rats. I would like to own more pet rats. I'm sad that this rat met its untimely demise. I wanted to do a catch and release. Those traps didn't work. Like, mm-hmm. I love rats. But when you are unexpectedly holding a rat, it is scary <laughs> as hell. <laughs> like, something in your little lizard brain just goes, get away from that. The Black Plague. And you just have to run. Yeah, so you flung it, screamed. Ran inside, the cat ran off, shut the door, and immediately went, shit, fuck, shit, fuck, shitting, fuck, shit, fuck, fuck, shit, 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 shit. (laughs) I felt like if I cursed enough, it would get the fear out of my brain. It did not. It did not, because then I started hyperventilating. You did, and I was like, okay, okay, breathe, you're gonna be all right. And then I gave you a glass of water. And again, I would like to know, Hannah's the one afraid of rats. I, I like rats. I detest rats. When this whole thing started, I actually had a panic attack over it. Um, but and I, I was, was also, like, let's I, adopt it. Yeah, you were like, we gotta get this catch and release. And I'm like, fucking kill it with a BB gun. <laughs> <laughs> was not logical about that. But there was, the, there was the inappropriate emotional response. Anyway. <laughs> At least I wasn't crying. <laughs> I mean, there might have been some crying involved okay, in fair the beginning. Enough. Anyway, so now we have this rat trap with rat in our front yard. Don't know what to do with it. So we just kind of sat for a while and didn't do anything. We ignored it. Yeah. We ignored it, which you should not do with your problems, but we did. But it, it was helpful. And then we eventually went back out. The rat was no longer in the trap at that point. Mm-mm. Yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah, because you looked. We had it. It was in the yard. You walked down to the adjacent sidewalk, peeked in, and was like, okay, it's not in there. So we pushed it back under the porch a little bit mm-hmm. because we didn't want anything to be in the way when there was mowing going on. Yes. Left, came back, nothing had changed. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready to leave again, and you went, that trap has moved. Because it was upside down and about a foot from where it had been previously. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I initially was like, no, 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 no. What? And then I was like, oh, my Because yeah. we thought maybe the maybe the cat came back and was maybe pawing the cat at came it. Back. So we flipped it over, I think, with the broom. Flipped it we, over. We were not touching this thing. No, no, no. Once we knew the rat was in vicinity, it was like, hands off as much as possible. And that's when there was a little window where you could see the poison, and I saw his little head in there yeah you were like i think i see his ear and i'm like what no so we tried we tried to clean it off a little bit with the tip of the broom which didn't work but it did scare the rat into coming to the corridor where we could see him more clearly yep and then we're like well it's back so then you were like what do we do we have to get it out of there i'm like no we have to wait yes so then we ignored it so then we left it for 24 hours came back the next day I would like to note that in between this time, every time we had to leave our house, it was like a game of the floors made of lava. Yeah, yeah. It was, can I, how far can I leap to make sure my feet are safe? Yes, because when you came out of our house, like, you took two steps down from the porch, and then the rat trap was on your right. But it's in mm-hmm. a blind spot, so if, like, the rat was on top of it, you wouldn't see until, until you were down in its in its area. Yes. And it could attack you. Yeah. 
Which obviously the rat, the fierce predator, yes, is course, going to do. Of course the rat's going to attack. And again, this is not like we're not in New York where like rats have become used to humans. This rat is from a field and just got attracted by some bird seed that our neighbor left out. Right. Which I'll forgive him for one day, but <laughs> not today. So we left it for a night, mm-hmm. came back, and I I was kind of freaking out at this point. Yes. And you were like, it's okay, I'll check it again. And you checked it, and you're like, I don't think it's in there. I don't think it's in there. And then you, like, look up slightly, and you're like, there it is. <laughs> it was dead. It was dead. It was dead by the, the front side of our porch against one of our little solar lights. And we're like, well, what do we do now? I was not fully convinced it was dead. Despite yes. the flies and the meepies around it, I was convinced it was going to pop up and just... And it was laying on the ground on its side. Wreck some shit. With, like, its feet curled in. Yeah, like, it was very, clearly dead. Very dead. But we were not We were not responding to this. Like, there was a lot of adrenaline going on. You're the, not responding completely rationally when you've got all that adrenaline. So, right. I was getting ready to cry and mourn this rat. Because, again, I don't want this rat to be dead. I'm still sad that the rat is oh dead. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could have adopted it and taken it and gotten it shots and, like... Well, that didn't happen. I so, know, but I really wish it did. We were trying to figure out what to do with it because I 10,000% did not want to touch this thing. We don't have a shovel or any real way to dispose of it without, like, getting our hands dirty. So, And what, by getting her hands dirty, she means touching the rat, which is unacceptable. Right. So what we ended up doing is we took a broken trowel head. Which is like a mini shovel a for tiny gardening. Shovel, and our... Dollar Tree broom handle that we had unattached from, like, the broom head. Duct taped them together. And now we had a teeny tiny shovel with which to shovel this rat into a garbage bag. So we went back and forth a couple times. You were like, I'll scoop it. You hold the bag. I was like, I don't want the rat that close to me. I'll shovel it. You hold the bag. And then it took me a good six tries because the rat was fairly big and the trowel head is fairly small. And you got to realize there's, like, no win-win because if you're the one scooping, you have to, like... I was actually better scooping than holding because that just turned into, like... Again, a chore I did as a kid whenever my dog killed a gopher, and I just scooped it into the trash can. Okay, well, when you're holding the bag, which maybe I was the one doing, you watch this rat get closer and closer to your hands. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not good. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm just remembering what happened next. So I finally get it scooped, dump it in the bag. Jen drops the bag, screams, runs away, and goes in the fetal position. Yeah, I just dropped just full on into the fetal position. <laughs> I felt like if I tucked my hands into, like, my inner knees deep enough, they would be safe from I don't know what. I, this podcast is really just exposing what, what PTSD <laughs> looks like. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 A little bit like this. Ha-ha, <laughs> here is... Here are the, here are some symptoms for you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Fetal position in the middle of your apartment courtyard. Oh, uh, well, the, well, the one who hates rats kind of 
more calmly deals with the situation. Yeah, and I was trying to, like, okay. You were you were trying so hard. You're like, I'll take care of it. I'll deal with it. And, like, I wanted to believe you because I did not want to be doing any of it. I felt the weight of the rat in the bag and was like, hell no. And just <laughs> <laughs> booked it as you were far off. away from that as I could get. Yeah, so then I took it and some other trash to the dumpster and bye-bye rat. Yeah, and then we drank. And then we had some some well-deserved alcohol. (laughs) I don't believe in, like, alcohol fixing your problems, but I do believe if you have to dispose of a carcass, you get a beer. Well, and it it was fine. It was was drinking in a healthy way. Drink responsibly. Not like we joke about doing every time we do this podcast. (laughs) We do do make a lot of drinking jokes. Neither of us are alcoholics. We have have a healthy relationship with alcohol. Yeah. Like... (laughs) I think the, the, the drunkest I've been this year was one night I had, did I get, I got through two um, hard root beers and then I drew with Sharpie on That's your right. arm. That's right. And that was. I think that was same for me, the, the tipsiest. Yeah. Yeah. And that was over the course of like three hours. Yeah. Yeah. So. Lightweights, the pair of us. Yeah. Lightweights. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> But we dealt with a rat, mm-hmm. and, and then I... And now the rat's capade is over. And then I went inside, and I... Okay, Hannah's normally very, like, a very sympathetic friend and a really good listener, and, like, someone you want to have around if you're having a bad time. What is... Where is this going? But I was crying about the rat, because I was so sad it was oh, dead. Oh, yeah, and I was like, I wanted to throw a fucking party. Yeah, she had no pity. I, I re, like, I tried so hard, but I... I there was I still n- don't understand. I was washing the dishes and, like, thinking about the rat and wondering how it died peacefully. I'm going to cry No, okay. So we're gonna, sad we're about the on. rat. We're moving on. No more talking about the rat. Oh, man. Although I did tell you from now on you're not allowed to get a catch-and-release trap because you can't handle dealing with them. Okay, so here's the part of the story we left out is, like, I'm, like, this raging feminist who's like, yeah. I don't need no man. Oh! <gasps> God, but when that implies I am not a raging. No, you are. You are very much one. Mm. But when we got to the part of disposing with the rat's body, I was like, "What man can we call?" And And I was like, "No." And then I thought of my married friends who live two hours away, and I was like, "Maybe we'll call them, and they'll come." And I said, "No." But I like if it had just been me, I full on would have called them and been like, "Please come visit me. I'll buy you ice cream." Also, also, there's a rat. You need to take care of this dead thing. And then I actually was like, what if we call for help? Someone will hear us. And Hannah was like, no. I adamantly said no, because I thought someone was going to think it was a much worse situation than it actually was. And so then I started, like, kind of, like, going, like, you went, help, 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 help. And I smacked you. Just to see, like, maybe, like, and then, but you admitted, when we finally finished, like, as we were leaving, a Domino's driver pulled up. And you, <laughs> I jokingly said, hey, that Domino's guy should have come sooner and dealt with our rat. I would have tipped him a lot. I would not have asked the Domino's guy to deal with our rat. Of course problem. he wouldn't. He would have volunteered. Listen, fight the patriarchy, but also I'm, it no. doesn't have to be a man. This is the other thing we talked about. Like, I don't need a man to do this. I just need someone who's braver than me. It doesn't, it, it can, you can have whatever genitalia you want. You can, I don't care how you identify. doesn't gender, but sure. Okay, you are correct. That is true. (laughs) You can, you can be whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it was a flying dragon emerging from the sky. I just want someone else to deal with the dead things. Well, it's done. You did it. 
Good job. I did it. Yeah, I did. It, I held the bag for at least you, some you of the time. You did hold the bag for a good two seconds. <laughs> I held the bag, bag long enough to keep it open for the rat to go in. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, man. Oh, man. I can't. We, we no. can move on. Yeah, this is awful. <laughs> this is awful. So unlike the, the Jack in the Box story, I guess this, even though it ended better, not as happily. Don't get rats. Which, it, it wasn't our fault. It wasn't. But the happy thing is, now all of your plants can go back outside, so you can buy more plants. The sad thing is, I don't think my gladiolas are going to bloom, because they no, came inside at a crucial time. Yeah, and the rats started eating all the blooms. Yeah, so they're gone. I didn't get any this year, <laughs> and I was really looking forward to them. <laughs> I'm bummed. You are dead. <laughs> I'm dead. Dead, dead. <laughs> beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop. This is for Cynthia, who is dead. Who is dead. If you haven't seen 22 Jump Street, it's like an absolute abysmal waste of a movie, but it's so funny. Also, who hasn't seen 22 Jump Street at this point in time? Lots of people. (laughs) That's what I have to say. It's like really like crass and there's it is incredibly crass i would not recommend this to like children no yes don't don't pull a me don't show this to young people don't be anyways channing tatum dances to ass and titties Mm -hmm. um, which is not the song i don't think but that's just the lyrics that i I think that might be the song really i i don't we're gonna have to look it up (laughs) the point is the movie is a super super irreverent and like I love it. But there is a really fun part where Jonah Hill participates in a poetry slam. And if you've seen this scene, great. If not, go YouTube it. But I'm going to tell you as someone who has gone to many poetry slams <laughs> that he's c- completely correct. Yeah. Like how he's he does. He's dead on. He does. How he does slam poetry, <laughs> it, it would work. And there's actually a line from that poetry slam that mm. people are reading like these really dramatic poems as they do at poetry slams. And one of the women says, um, my brown nipple will produce white milk during lactation. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to be so ridiculous. And <laughs> listening to it, I was like, people would love that line in this. Like, that's, yeah, that's something you would hear at an actual poetry slam. You would hear the heck out of that. And people would, like, cheer for it and, like, write it down and be thinking about it and tweet about it. Like, mm-hmm. poets are weird. My first poetry slam here in Ellensburg, a woman wrote read a poem about getting eaten out by a dog and mm. making love to Bing Crosby, <laughs> which, like, but, like, it was, like, a, like, it was erotic love with Bing. Like, her and Bing were, like... Going at it. They were... They Deep, were... Deeply in love. They Well, they or were... They were deeply in each deeply other. Deeply in each other. <laughs> <That's the point. laughs> balls deep. <laughs> they was. They were they, balls. They were deep. doing some things, um, and everybody loved it. And I was. I'm sitting, sorry. I had just such like the most horrible thought, but I have to say it now. Oh no. This was live Bing Crosby, right? She was writing as if Bing yes, Crosby was still yes, alive. Yes. There was no necrophilia. I involved. don't. I don't believe it was Bing Crosby's corpse. Okay. Because like I don't. Because that's also honestly I feel something like you could would, hear at a poetry slam. I feel like there would have been more stiff jokes okay. in the poem Fair if enough. he had been dead. Fair enough. I just but needed to make sure. I don't know. There was a dog eating her out. It's true. You never know. Which is disgusting. Like, don't do that to your dogs. And also, please don't write poems about it. And everyone mm-hmm. was drunk at the slam. So everyone's, like, cheering and roaring for this poem. And I'm, like, the only sober person. I'm sitting there eating my pizza, being like, why, why is this happening? I imagine your head was going something like yes yes 
And I know you're asking, like, why didn't you just leave? I'll tell you, the professor who was emceeing the event was drunk and was shouting at anyone who tried to leave. Mm. And I actually really had to pee, and I wanted to go to the bathroom, but it would have looked like I was leaving, which I also wanted to do. (laughs) And I didn't want him to yell at me in front of, like, a hundred people. Yeah. So I just stayed there drunk. No, miserable and sober in a sea of drunk people who were having a great time and, like, reading poems about doing cocaine and, like... Yeah, be careful. That's the thing about poetry. Well, and we've talked about this before, how, like, in writing circles, they'll often encourage you to do whatever for your art. Yes. And how that's just really not particularly wise. Yeah, and it's not actually, like, uh, I have an essay about this that I'm trying to get published right now. Um, So, you know, like, maybe by the time we post this thing, I'll include a link to here's my essay. And and hopefully in the Bellevue Literary Review, but I'm pretty sure they're going to tell me no. (laughs) not fancy enough um and i really hope they want they tell me yes because i had to pay a five dollar submission fee to get them to look at my essay which is very reasonable okay it's it's so that these places don't shut down but nevertheless the point is sorry i just yawned in a big way you really did i did nevertheless (laughs) the point is um that good writing people will be like yeah take chances for your art but also you have to take care of yourself or you mm-hmm. won't be around to write mm-hmm. but irresponsible writing people will be like do whatever quit your job do cocaine have like sex with people you don't really know have unstable relationships it's mm-hmm. okay it's good for your art and you mm-hmm. should not listen to those people no. because actually you will just have a mental breakdown and then you won't write crap or you'll only write crap yeah that's fair <laughs> If you don't take care of yourself, you end up writing like Stephanie Meyer. And do you really want that? <laughs> this, that's like my dare slogan. Your dare slogan. Yeah, oh like my if gosh. I had a horrible puritanical dare program. Oh my gosh. Did you ever go through dare? I did not. My my brother did. Okay. So, sorry, sorry. We're old farts here. Dare is a program that happened, I don't know when it started, but it was going when I was still in elementary school, and it stands for Drug Abuse Resistance Education. And the idea was you would have um, trained officers come in and teach kids about why doing drugs was bad and why you shouldn't do drugs. And a lot of it involved, honestly, a lot of shaming, to be honest, and a lot of scare tactics. But... It, it didn't work. It didn't really work. And their slogan was, just say no to drugs. Dare to say no to drugs. Yeah, dare to say no to drugs. So what they, <laughs> one of the things they encouraged us to do was to, like, if we had parents that smoked, try to get them to stop smoking as if that would ever work. Like, as <laughs> a child could get their parents to stop smoking. This is honestly going to make any parent who smokes be like, I need a cigarette. <laughs> um. But in fifth grade, we had to write essays about why we were basically proud to be dare kids. And we all wrote our little essays, went to our computer lab, typed it up, blah, blah, blah. I actually won. You did. I did. I'm so proud of you. I did. And I was dare student of the year oh my gosh. for my elementary school. And that involved... A big, like, award ceremony where all of the schools went to the convention center and each D.A.R.E. student from each school got to go up on stage. You got, like, an award and a special shirt and a 
duffel bag mm. with your name like hand embossed on the on the cover. Mm-hmm. And you got to ride in a float in the parade. <gasps> a float. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I got to do all of that as Dare Student of the Year. And you have not done drugs. I so. have never done drugs. I don't think Dare was very um, implemental in that, but... I don't think implemental's a word. It is at 1 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Dare Student of the Year. That's really impressive. Congratulations. Thank you. I think I still have that duffel bag kicking around somewhere, and I used it for a really long time. Because it was just e- the easiest thing to use that I had. Well, it's so convenient because then if someone's like, hey, kid, do you want to try some shrooms? You just swing your duffel bag at them and they know. No. This girl does not want shrooms. More like my name was already on it so I didn't have to put a travel tag on it. <laughs> <laughs> I won an award, not for anything drug related. <laughs> um, did they have these? At my school, they had these like um, creative competitions. What were they called? But you could submit, like, writing and art. Mm -hmm. And in fourth grade, I submitted, um, this is not going to surprise you at all, um, a poem Mm -hmm. about snow actually falling. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I yawned again. You yawned again, right? It's not. In the middle of my thing. Sorry. (laughs) It's out. Snow. Um, I submitted a poem about snow falling and then a picture that I still have, like, the left corner scrap of. Mm-hmm. somewhere um and it was a drawing of an insane asylum that i did i just i don't know i felt like it was okay. cool and edgy fourth grade me yeah that girl edgelord all right don't be fourth grade me um that's just good advice for don't be fourth grade anyone <laughs> unless you're a fourth grader in which case you are no, valuable no, no, no. fourth grade fourth graders now are cool as hell like they're so cool not all of them man <laughs> so sorry. They're so cool. When we were in fourth grade, not cool. Yeah. Not cool at all. I had to wear a uniform in fourth grade, too. No! Yeah, and it was a public did? school. And I had to wear a friggin' uniform. And it was, okay, you had to wear, like, navy pants and a white polo or a button-up. No way. It was hell. It was hell. How did a public school enforce that on you? Because, um, honestly, because we lived in, like, a poverty area and there was gang activity, so it was, like... Oh, uh, okay, so it was, it was like, your strict dress code. Yeah, you can't... Gotcha. You can't... You just had to. Gotcha. It was the worst, and I hated it. <laughs> so... And you couldn't wear jeans, and all I wanted to wear was jeans. I was at that school for two years. I hated that... I still hate that uniform. <laughs> Violently. <laughs> I'm feeling a violent hatred I have forgotten. But I won yeah. that award, so... Nice. Man, I need. I want to say highlights, but that's the name of that Christian kids magazine. Highlights isn't Christian. It's not. Mm mm. It's just a kids magazine. Oh, sorry. Highlights. I misreligioned you. <laughs> so sorry. I don't think you need to worry about that. Maybe they're very offended. Maybe you don't know. Did you do like monthly award ceremonies? I don't think so. Oh, we did. I want you. So you could get an award. For the month, because there was, like, a, a word for each month. Like, teamwork or accountability, you know, that kind of stuff. Yikes, yeah. Please guess which mega skill award I won without fail, like, every year. I'm going to guess responsibility. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what sucked for me as a kid was that was always the first award of the year. And the teachers were encouraged to not double up awards on students unless they just, like, really exemplified it. So I would get it at the beginning of every year, and then I'd be done. 
Oh. Yeah. Poor Hannah. Yeah. I was like, this is this is the worst. Maybe you should have been irresponsible during the first month of the year, and then you've gotten another different award. Maybe. There was also literacy awards that I won a bunch. Hmm. I'm um, not surprised by that. <laughs> well, no. When you're a very, very shy child, you can just <laughs> read a lot of books, and it's not... We should start monthly awards in this apartment. Why do you need a monthly award? Um, because I have a deep, deep need for validation. Okay. And I do think we actually did do those awards that you're describing in elementary yeah. school. I don't think I won them much. Oh. <laughs> because I was, like, not... Well, okay, in fourth grade, I needed glasses. No one knew I needed right. glasses. It wouldn't get discovered for a long time. And I just hated everyone. And in fifth grade... I was in my pretend to be an alien named Joe with an asterisk. Right, right. So for anyone who doesn't know, in fifth grade, I decided that I was not named Jennifer. My name was Joe, and I was an alien. And I felt like I had convinced my entire class, although in retrospect, I'm pretty sure they were just humoring me because I was that weirdo. Yes, the weird kid. I was the, I was full the weird kid. Oh, no, you were the kid I would have been pity nice to. Yeah, you are, and I would have hated you for yep. it. Yep. Because yep. I remember the girl who was pity nice to me. Her name was Brittany. She mm-hmm. walked me to the nurse when I puked Cheerios all over my desk. Aww. Yeah, she was pity nice to me, and I, I, I did not appreciate it. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, it was the weird kid. And then my teacher, Miss um, Moon, was like, Jennifer, you need to stop writing Joe on your homework. <laughs> and... I was like, but that's my name. And she was like, no, your name is Jennifer. That's And I was like, no, my name's Joe. And she was like, that's not what it says on your birth certificate. And I was like, you don't know. You haven't <laughs> seen my birth certificate. And then she stared at me for a long time because this was her first year of teaching and she was not ready to deal with a little shit with like you. me. Yeah. And I don't really remember how that ended. I probably got bored of writing Joe. Probably. So the point is, I would like awards now. Oh, my gosh. I would like a monthly award. I will see what I can do. I will probably forget. No, I'll remind you. Actually, if you remind me while we're recording this, at the top of every month, I can announce it. (laughs) Yes! 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 Okay, but this is is the 1st of September. Oh, is it? So I gotta come up with one right now. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. We can take a two-minute break while you think. Okay. Okay, we are back from our two-minute break, and Hannah claims <laughs> that she is ready. I feel like a te- I feel like Ryan Seacrest. Oh, I'm not going to start the Ryan Seacrest. Please rap. don't be Ryan Seacrest. No, I wouldn't. That man's so sad. Don't start. Anyways, your monthly award Hannah. is the most audacious critter adventurer <gasps> because you are always going after critters and trying to make them your best friend. I'm so touched. <laughs> I'm so touched right now. I am. That's true. So there's your monthly award. Can you please make me a certificate? Um, Not right now. Okay. If you remind me, I will. I will try to make you a nice-ish certificate. It doesn't have to be very fancy, but I would like to save these. Okay. It'll be a way of. I'll make a scrapbook of this year. (laughs) It'll just be these with these certificates. Oh my goodness. Well, on that note, that's a happy note to end Um, on. That is a happy note to end on. Most audacious critter adventurer. So for all you other audacious critter adventurers out there, congratulations. This is your monthly award. Go celebrate by petting a stray cat. Hopefully it has not touched any rats or anything of the like. Maybe pet a rabbit or a dog. Whatever. Pet something. Whatever. Animal. In, in a not weird way. <laughs> just don't. Not a human. But like pet. Yeah. Just go to a petting zoo. Pet, pet a good. Pet, pet a goat. 
Goats can, love you can, scritches, cows too, but like, you know. There, there are an endless number of animals you could possibly pet, so go do that. We're going to wrap it up for the night, and we will see you again next week. Good Enjoy. night. Enjoy. Good night.